Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. I am Will Tarashuk, the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And this week, I am joined by a brand new guest from the Self-Conscious Podcast, Miss Stephanie Cortez. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. How are you on this on this beautiful evening? Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a good day so far. We have a new president, a new VP. Definitely a new era of hope. So everything's been a pretty good day so far. Yeah, a new era of hope indeed. It's, you know, <laughs> a lot of interesting things are going to happen over the next few years. Um, so I guess, what, is it, what does it mean to have someone like Kamala Harris be the first female vice president? What do you think of Kamala Harris? You know, <laughs> politics is such a tricky thing. Um, you're not, not everybody is always going to agree when it comes to politics, but I, I like Kamala Harris, but I also disagree with some of her policies. Um, however, I think it's incredibly amazing that she is the first black woman, first Asian American woman to be, um, to be the vice president. I think it's been long overdue. We've needed a a woman in the presidential office for a while now. So I'm glad that she's going to be able to represent a woman of color in some degree. And she's also a daughter of immigrants. So she's also representing a variety of people. And I think that it's inspiring. Um, so putting her policies aside, the fact that she's just a woman of color, uh, black and Asian background and or South Asian background and also a daughter of immigrants, I think it's um, incredible because that's what most of the people in America are right now. All right. So I promise you that's the only political political question I'm going to ask you. Uh, that, that is for the Madrill podcast where we talk about all politics. But this is talking about the Self-Conscious podcast and it's spelled uh, C-O-N-C-H-A-S. So tell me about that. Um, it's a pod, The podcast touches on all subjects, provides advice and offers some laughs and tears for all the conchinitas out there. Did I say that right, conchinitas? It's uh, Conchitas. Conchitas. Okay. Am I, am I, am, and that's, that's Spanish. I'm correct? Because you are, you are Latinx? Yeah. Yeah. Your whiteness is showing. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my girlfriend would be upset okay. with me too. She's Guyanese. So <laughs> she would be, she would be upset with me because, uh, all right. So yeah, tell me about the podcast. Tell me, tell me about all, all, all the, all the Conchitas out there. Oh, well, I mean, we just, like you said, we just started, we literally just, um, started the podcast in November. I think it started because, it, you know, 2020 was hard for everybody. There was a lot going on in my life personally, and I just felt I didn't have control over anything. And the podcast had been an idea, had, well, had been an idea, a thought that was always in the back of my mind, but I never took the initiative to make anything out of it. Mm-hmm. And so with everything that went down in 2020, I was like, you know what? Am I allowed to turn on this podcast, by the way? Of course. Oh, okay. I was like, you know what? Fuck it all. I'm just going to start this podcast, have something that I can control and hopefully like have people resonate with it and understand where I'm coming from. And also in a way to become a, a way of, I guess the podcast has helped me understand myself as mm-hmm. well in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've only put a few episodes out there. I mean, right now we think we only have about nine episodes, um, 15 episodes per season, but it's blown up. Um, People have really like tuned in with it, have really resonated with it. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback on it. And I'm just kind of impressed. Not not impressed, but I'm like in awe and a little bit in shock that so many people are relating to this podcast. Um, 
So yeah, um, it's crazy. Took the risk and it paid off. So what do you think makes your podcast so relatable? Um, because you you are you are in your mid twenties, uh, just like me. Um, so was this this wasn't something for for school? Was are you are you in, are you in school? Or are you out of school? Uh, I graduated towards the end of twenty twenty. Okay, so this so this was this was like an end end of the year kind of like you know I'm graduating. Let's start a podcast. Um, so first off, congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the real world. You picked a great time. Um, <laughs> so actually, let's let's kind of jump back a little bit. So I want to know a little bit more about you. Um, who are you? Like, what did you study? Obviously, being Latinx is something that's very important to you what comes out in your podcast so give give a little background on who you are as an individual okay <laughs> so yeah i'm actually in my 20s i turned 25 on the 25th of january so very very soon um supposedly people are supposed to have a midlife crisis around that time but i feel like i already had mine a couple of years ago so i'm kind of just <laughs> intrigued to find out what the next five years are going to look like for me um I did graduate from the University of Utah. I doubled majored in political science and criminology, and I had also doubled minored in Spanish and theater. So I have two degrees. Wow. First gen. Nobody in my family has graduated, so I've definitely set and paved the way for them. Um, as far as like my Latin, my Latin roots, my family is from it's Mexico. Uh, sorry, my family is Mexican descent. I and I am very family oriented. My family comes first. Um. I mean, a little background, the thing, like the, I, I guess I could say that the main reason or one of the reasons I did start the podcast was, um, my brother, he goes by, it's his, my brother, my, sorry, my brother's name is Esme Cortez. They go by the and she pronouns. For the sake of their pronouns, I'm just going to refer to them tonight. Ethnically, they went missing in April of last year, 2020, towards the end of April. It was during the, during my second to last semester of undergrad and I was wrapping up my finals at the time. And as you can imagine, that was incredibly, it took a mental toll on me, an emotional toll on me, a physical toll on me as well. Um, till this day, we don't know where Etsy is, if they're alive or not. I hope they are, but we don't know anything. Um, and so when Etsy's disappearance went about, that's when I started getting involved with the case, you know, figuring out where Etsy was, what was happening. So when I say that, like, I had no control over what was happening in my life in 2020, like, that was one of the biggest things because I didn't know where my sibling was. And um, now with this podcast, I'm realizing that I have this platform where I can use it to be an advocate for Etsy and hopefully bring awareness towards their case and hopefully find them in some degree. But I'm also realizing like I have some, I think in the way I've been introduced to other communities through Etsy and just through different things that have been happening in my life that I've been able to resonate with so many people. And that's why they're finding me relatable because Normally, the, this kind of situation, I feel like you would read it, you see it in a Netflix documentary or you see it in a movie, but you never know somebody who's actually going through it. Right. So I think that's probably what it is that, like, you know, I'm an actual human being and I'm going through shit and I'm willing to be open and vulnerable about it with other people. Now, I noticed um, you were using they and their for your sibling. Um, is your sibling non-binary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I didn't mention that yet. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I picked up on it. My, my, my non-binary friend would be very proud of me. <laughs> I actually picked up on it. So, um, but I asked, I asked that because um, how, how important is it? Because you, 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 in your latest podcast, one of your latest podcasts, you know, you had um, someone who identifies as queer on, and you know, how important is it that you talk to? 
those kind of people that belong to that that LGBTQ community? Is that like a kind of like a, a cornerstone of your podcast? Not necessarily. Like the podcast is the title is being self conscious. You know, like I said, it's a play on words, self conscious. It's about talking about things that we're not necessarily open about. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not that it's a cornerstone, but we don't talk about our sexuality. We don't talk about our sexual orientation, especially like in uh, Latino and Hispanic households is something that's not normalized. So I am trying to bring awareness to it, but I'm also trying to bring awareness to a lot of other issues. And I do, I do have a few guests who identify within that LGBTQ plus community, not just necessarily queer, but are also gay or mm-hmm. trans or bi, or bi. So, um, you know, my, my, the thing is like, I, and I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but I could care less about their sexual orientation or how, how they identify. Like at the end of the day, to me, they're just another human being. They're just another individual who just deserves respect. Yeah. hundred percent. And if they people want to people. tell their story and resonate with other people, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love that. Um, and is there any way you would like me to identify you? So I know. Oh, I'm just she, her pronouns. All right. Perfect. All right. Um, <laughs> So walk me through the process of actually starting a podcast, right? Like back in November, you had the idea, you have the name, I love the name, by the way. So you have all this, but how do you kind of go from idea to, okay, I'm starting the first episode. Kind of walk me through that. Oh, Lord, (laughs) that was hard. Um, So once I chose the name, I had a cover podcast cover made for it and I've been told that that's probably what I should have not done first thing first um I also bought like a professional mic so I could record and I actually did have my doubts before I even started the podcast because I was like who's even gonna listen to me this is a stupid idea like why am I doing this because I actually have a hard time being vulnerable with people mm-hmm. and I feel like this podcast has made me become like become I guess comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. Uh, I was really struggling. I didn't know how I was going to go about it. So it was not going to lie. This podcast could have probably been out in this maybe August or September, but I just chose not to. Um, but I found, I had learned about, so the application that I use is Anchor and it's a free like podcasting tool. Anybody can use it. Um, I had actually found out about them earlier in the summer of 2020. And I was talking to friends and I was like, oh my God, we should totally start a podcast. But it was like a joke. But I got intrigued the most, the more I thought about it. And um, I don't know, like maybe, I don't know if you're the same, but like once an idea gets in my head and it won't leave, I feel like I need to like, there, it's a, there's a reason why. Trust me. Um, um, literally, you're, ta- you're literally recreating my story. Like how I got into podcasting started with, you know, I was, I was home on break, uh, like my sophomore year of college. And my friend, we would, my friend, we was talking about wrestling and my friend Phil's basement. He was like, yo, well, we should start a podcast. I go, you serious? He was like, I'm joking, but sure. I said, no, let's do it. And then literally that's, we came up with the name, we came up with the idea and we kind of just went from there. And five years later, five years later, excuse me, here I am <laughs> still doing it. Almost six years, actually next month will be six years. So yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand, um, the idea of some company was like, Hey, let's just do this. And you go, no, no, seriously, let's do it. <laughs> let's just let's just do it. And back when I started, um, Anchor didn't exist. 2015, Anchor didn't exist. 
So I had to make a WordPress account. I had to make a fake website, not a fake website, but like make an actual website, figure out how to integrate an RSS feed into that website to distribute to iTunes. Because back then, Stitcher wasn't really a big thing. Google Podcast wasn't a thing. Amazon Podcast wasn't a thing. Spotify didn't even know what a podcast was. It was only Apple. So I always like hearing people's stories for how they got into podcasting. It's like, wow, you got so easy. You just going to create an account on Anchor and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but it's people like you who paved the way for us, you know? People like you are like, okay, well, if they can, they can do it, then I can do it. Yeah, and I mean, I was, I mean, thank you, thank you for that. I mean, I was, I was 19 or 20, I was probably 20 years old at the time and it was rather difficult. And now here I am, you know, trying to, create a podcast company distribution service, editing marketing service to compete with Anchor to an extent, um, to compete with this, this platforms like that. So yeah, while Anchor is great, there's a lot of things I don't like about Anchor that I want to fix. Um, how do you like Anchor? How do you like the user experience with Anchor? You can, you can be honest. You can say you love it. I won't be offended. Well, I, I don't know. I felt like you were throwing me your pitch and I was kind of leaning towards going towards you. But um, in regards to Anchor, I mean, it's okay. It's not like amazing. Um, you know, all it really does, to be honest with you, all it really does is just help distribute my podcast for me. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier to distribute it. But I do the editing on my own and that's not using Anchor. Like no. I do the editing <laughs> on a different platform. And all Anchor really does is just like maybe give me intro music and that's it. But not, I mean, like, honestly, like if, if I found a better platform to do it, like I would, you know, switch. Cause the good thing about Anchor is like, I don't have to pay a membership or anything like that. You know, I can just switch and do something else. Right. I mean, for, for it being free, I, I cannot complain about Anchor. Anchor is, it's good for free. It's good for basic. It's good for just starting. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, exactly. And if you want my pitch, um, like what, like what really what I'm trying to do or what we are trying to do is what anger doesn't do. So say, say you had another idea for a podcast, right? Like, um, I don't know, another interest you have, it could be art. Say you want to start an art podcast. If you want to do that, you have to start a brand new account on anger. You can't do two feeds on one account. That's something we are going to eliminate. That's something we are going to do. Um, anchor it's a lot of this kind of just do it yourself and just do it. And as opposed to us kind of it's like, you know, we can do literally anything and everything you need. If you have a marketing budget, you know, you can work with Jared, who's our marketing guy, who's also a host on this podcast. If you need a website or you need um, technology service, like a servers or um, cloud storage, you talk to Nash, who's also a host on this podcast. If you need production help, editing, um, you talk to me. That's what I do. Um, but <laughs> Again, I do want to focus back on your podcast. Um, how did you come up with the name? Um, it literally came to me in a dream. I was, um, I, yeah, I had a dream. I was with my grandma. And they're all in Mexico, so they're not really here. But in my, in my dream, apparently my grandmas are bilingual, which they are not. But um, Gonchas is a sweetbread. Shaped like a, the other part, the region is called Gonchas because it looks like a shell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my grandma was making me like hot chocolate and my other grandma was serving me home baked conchas and I was kind of like scared to eat more because I didn't want to get fat. And I was like, Oh no, I can't eat anymore. And my grandma said like, don't be so conchas. 
And I was like, wait, what? And oh she said, God. oh, I said, don't be self-conscious. And I was like, no, no, you said something else. And I remember I had a concha in my hand, in my dream, and I was like, this is like important. Like, I have to remember this. And then when I woke up, like I wrote it down and I was like, why is this important? And then later we were having a conversation about like podcasts that we were listening to. And I was like, that's why it's important. Mm-hmm. And so therefore the name was born. I love it. No, because, you know, I saw the name, I saw the logo. I was like, oh, like, like a conch, like a shell. I thought, I thought it was brilliant. Um, so who were your podcast inspirations? Like, do you, are you an avid listener of podcasts? I feel like lately I've been becoming more of an avid listener of podcasts just because I feel like that's the world I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Um, but not going to lie, like the Joe Rogan experience has given me a little bit of info. Um, I actually like the Call Her, um, Call Her Daddy podcast before when it was just two girls instead of just the one they have now. Uh, I also, I, to be honest with you, I listen more to true crime podcasts, like Crime Junkie and um, Podcast on the Left. There's so many of you out there. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't get into the true crime podcast. I know a bunch of people love my favorite murder. Um, but it's, it's interesting. You're, you're like, I, I feel like a lot of people who are, starting podcasts now or kind of taking the road you take, right? Like me, I listened to podcasts first and then started one. Now it's kind of like, like you just said, I started one and now I'm listening to them because it's in my world now. I, I find that very interesting. Um, well, I mean, I had been listening to some before, but they're like not as popular. Right. But the, but the more popular ones, those are the ones that I always listen to. But now, like now, because like that's, that is my world. Like I, I realize, like I listen more to podcasts than I do to music, but it's good because it gives me, like you know, it gives me, like I get inspiration from them. I see, like okay, this is what I should do on my episodes, or this is how I should take my mm-hmm. interviews. Gotcha. And in your description, it says you cover all subjects. Um, yeah, I know, you know verbatim that literally means you cover everything. But is there a particular subject that you are you consider a niche? Something you prefer to talk about? Um, it can be literally anything um, that is a kind of say, okay, this is easier to talk about, or is it just, you know, we're going to talk about pandas today and then soccer balls tomorrow. Um, I, uh, no, <laughs> I feel like we do actually want to talk about like conspiracy theories and astrology and spooky stories and all that, but I feel like it has to be very an appropriate time to do so. Mm-hmm. So season three, which comes out in the fall, I feel like that's when we're going to talk about it because it'll be easier to do so. Um, but right now, like, we're has, it's just because self-conscious, like I said, like we're talking about things that we don't talk about on a day-to-day basis, like sexuality, religion, um, dating, the pros and cons and all that. We're actually talking about, we have some episodes coming up regarding mental health and suicide and death, like how we deal with that. And I think those, conversations are necessary because we don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it tends to, like sometimes they're lighthearted conversations, but sometimes they're heavy conversations. And when they're heavy, like I even need a day to just like, I need like a week to take a break. Cause it's just, it's just a lot. Right. Now, do you, do you go over um, like talking points beforehand? So your guests could be like, listen, I don't want to talk about this or do you just kind of, we'll do it live. See what happens. I can edit it out later. Yeah, no, no, no. I I think it's probably the polysynagia in me. Like I like to be organized. Mm-hmm. So 
I kind of decide, like, once they choose a guest, like, we kind of come up with a theme, like, what's going to be best to talk about, especially, like, something that's within their, their, something that, you know, goes to their strength, something that they're an expert in. Once we choose that theme, then I start looking at on an outline, just, like, the questions, like, where are the interests probably going to be or what I'm going to talk about, um, so they have an idea, and they're free to edit it, they're free to add to it, they're free to ask me questions about it. Because it's sent to them like, um, like maybe a week or two before we actually record an episode. Right. And you release in seasons. Why? Why in seasons? I'm always interested to hear why people choose to release their episodes in seasons, especially specifically for a show like yours. Um, literally, it just kind of happened. Um, not, I didn't mean for it. Like, it's just been an episode every Tuesday. And like 15 episodes per season, I feel like that's a good sweet spot. And then we take a month break. Um, and then another 15 episodes, but it's just easier for me, especially because even though I did finish uh, undergrad, I do, I'm thinking about law school and I am thinking about like what my next steps are. So I kind of need that time off to figure out what I want to do with my life because podcasting is fun. Don't get me wrong. I love doing this, but I don't know if I want to keep doing this for the rest of my life. So I just, I think I just want to explore what else I have out there and having this in season just helps me organize my own personal life a little bit more. Mm. You Would you consider your podcast a form of therapy? I would say so, for yeah. sure. No, for, for me as well. I mean, 100%. Like, I, I can't tell you. Um, when I was in, when actually, when I was in college uh, at Hofstra University in New York, Long Island, um, I hosted a Sunday morning movie review show called The Screening Room. And... Sunday morning at 10 a.m. can be very hard to drag out of bed to get to, to catch my drift. And, but yeah. <laughs> as soon as that mic went on and the recording was hot, it was boom, energy, excitement. Just, I don't know where this, this yeah. out of body thing came from. And I remember that the best compliment I've ever gotten in my entire life was um, my co-host saying, well, you were my, you were better than a morning cup of coffee with your energy. So and that kind of turned into podcasting because there'll be times where I'm having a bad day at work. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just feeling down. I'm feeling whatever. It is really sad. You know, the Yankees lost, whatever. And then <laughs> as soon as Tuesday night, eight o'clock hits, we're recording Kings Rings podcast or Monday night, eight o'clock hits. I'm recording you mad bro. It's just all that goes away. It's just me, the recording and whatever's in my brain. And I'm a hundred percent invincible. So podcasting is, Definitely a therapy to me as well. Um, I guess how how is like how does how how is podcasting make you feel? I guess internally about yourself. Um, I mean, like I told you, I've had issues with being vulnerable, um, and in the past, I've had issues with being. I I've had issues with how to express myself emotionally. Mm. Um, with everything that happened in twenty twenty, I kind of had to bust that door open and get to know myself on that level. So it's been interesting, but I, I do honestly think that this podcast has helped me explore that part of myself and understand that part of myself. Um, and the, and that it's crazy. The feedback that I get is like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us. Thank you for being raw. Like you're really good at being vulnerable. Like, thank you so much. And I'm like, guys, y'all don't know. Like I was struggling to do this. Like I'm trying, you know, cause I feel like that's what I have to do with my list. Like with my listeners, with my conchitas, like I have to be, my authentic self and my authentic self is that I'm not always perfect and that I do have these human struggles and human complications happening about me all the time. Mm -hmm. So other than, I guess, the, the personal like hurdles, 
It's like, you know, it's uncomfortable. I hate the sound of my own voice. What were, what were some of the other hard parts of starting? Um, I guess even from like, like a technical perspective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I actually didn't know it because like I, I've never done a podcast before, so I didn't know anything about editing. So that was interesting having to figure that out. Um, and once I would have like, sometimes I would have live guests, like guests with me and record the same episode. And I have to figure out like the audio, how is that going to work? Can they hear me as much as they can hear them? Cause I only had like one mic and then I had to invest in another mic and then figure out how I was going to record using two mics. It just, that's how I got, um, it's been, it's been interesting. Cause like I said, I, I just started. So it's kind of been like trial and error. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I knew going into this podcast journey, it wasn't going to be easy. And I knew like maybe the first few episodes weren't going to be my best, but I was able to, but at least I was going to learn from them. Well, let me tell you, I refuse to listen to like the first 50 podcasts I ever did. <laughs> I refuse to, they're terrible. Um, but people like them, someone <laughs> likes them. But so what, what do you use to record and edit? What, like what? Uh, what software or hardware do you use? So you, you, you said, well, you have to, you have two mics. So I'm assuming and they're in the same room. Um, so you must have a mixer and like, and, uh, an XLR mics is USB microphones are very, very difficult to hook up to into one computer. Yeah. I actually have like right now, um, right now I'm using a, uh, blue snowball mic. Okay. Yeah. yeah USB. But yeah, but I've invested in like other, a couple other mics. Like I can't remember their names, but they were all off Amazon. Um, and then, like, what I use for editing, I have a Mac, so I use GarageBand mm. to edit my audio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's, like, other tools people can use out there. Um, when I do, like, virtual recordings, I realize I probably should do Google Meet because it's probably going to be easier. But I've been using Zoom just because it's free and it's cheaper. Because um, I want to use Squadcast. I think it's called Squadcaster. Squadcast. Like, where I record everybody's individual voice. And you can edit it that way, yeah. but it's expensive. Like it's an investment. So I need a sponsor. That's what I need. Yeah. Don't, don't we all, <laughs> don't we all? Well, let me, let me tell you, take, take your time with it. Like as of recording this right now, we are recording on a multi-track. Um, so like they, like they do, like my, my audio is on one track. Your audio is on a completely separate track. And the two of us combined is on a sec, uh, an additional track. And I also have, actually have a mixer here that actually do sound effects, um, which I don't use for this podcast. But it took me, I, I just started doing this. Uh, I remember when I first started podcasting, I, I wanted to record on multi-track always, always, always. Because I think that's, that's, that's the best sound you can get in terms of editing. Because, you know, if me and you are on one track and we're talking over each other, can't really edit yeah. that. Can't really do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like this, if I, if I sneeze in the middle of you telling me about like a, like a great story, I'm like, well, let me cut that out. Um, so I'm on a multi-track. So, but it, it took me a long time to get this mixer because I didn't know it existed until like about a year and a half ago. And, you know, when I first started, these kind of mixers didn't necessarily exist. You know, they did, I didn't know about them. Um, so it takes time. It definitely takes time. Um, but you said you wouldn't, you don't know if you want to do this forever. Now, is that because you were more interested in a career and, you know, like you said, you were at a law degree, um, or is it because, you know, like the podcast would be more of, you know, 
this is for self-growth and you're going to hit a spot where you go, you know what? I don't need this therapeutic podcast anymore. I'm good. Oh, see, the thing is, so they don't know how far this podcast is going to go in mm-hmm. terms of growth. Like, I just don't know. So I'm, I've actually given myself like two years timeline. Like, let's see where it is in two years. Mm-hmm. If it's doing really good, like we can keep it going. We're just going to have to change the layout of it or how many episodes we're going to release. Or I might have to get other people involved and I may not be the host anymore, but I can still be like a producer or something like that. Right. But um, I just don't know for me personally, just because, yeah, it's been therapeutic, but it's also been, I feel like it's just been to kind of like help other people as much as it's helping me. Um, and that's the thing, like, I don't want to take that away from people who are really resonating with this podcast. So I, feel, I, I think I'll have, when we cross that bit, oh my God, when we cross that bridge, we'll cross that bridge. Mm. But for right now, like, I really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy, um, I'm just really enjoying it, really enjoying the process of it, um, the connection we're making with COVID. You know, this is literally the only way I'm having any sort of human interaction right. and getting to meet new people. So it's, I feel like it's kind of, it happened during the right time. I don't know if that's weird to say, but it happened during the right time, I guess. Now, do you always need guests? Would you ever consider like, listen, I don't have a guest this week. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna talk, talk from the heart, and see what happens. Um, I don't always need guests, but I feel like it helps me. It helps challenge me. It helps mm. challenge my, it helps give me a new perspective, which is why I'm actually getting a co-host in season two, um, just so she can help me out when it comes to uh the, the days when we don't have a guest because i'm assuming you know like it's hard to always get a guest on your podcast mm-hmm. so sometimes you just need somebody there to just pass the conversation out with you um so and then like statistically like co- uh, podcasts that consist of more than one one host are uh, are a lot better do a lot more are a lot more successful so that is also from like a statistical point of view it would just i feel like it would help me a lot um, and I also didn't realize my co-host, um, I'll be announcing that in season one, episode 10, but I didn't realize all the things she brings to the table. She's incredibly creative. She like, does photography, she does videos, TikTok. So she'll bring like a whole new audience that I haven't even like bothered to look at. Right. So it'll be cool for sure. Well, when you have, when you have a co-host, well, per, well, first off, personally, solo shows, are very, very difficult, at least in my opinion. I am just no good at them. I just, I don't know what I'm saying. It's, it's as hard for me to actually do. I need someone to bounce off of. Um, but when you have a co-host, for anyone out there who's thinking of starting a podcast or wants to do a podcast with someone else, make sure that you know who is first mic and who is second mic. And what I mean by that is know who is the lead. So if like, you've listened to you, Mad Bro, with myself and Nash, I'm lead. I guide the podcast. I control the flow. I say when we're moving on to next stories, but I also bounce off of Nash and Nash can bounce off of me, but it's very clear to know who is in, like who, who is leading the podcast. Like the Kings of the Rings podcast, there's three of us. Uh, Ricky is our first mic. I am the second mic. And Kay Murphy is the third mic. Again, Ricky kind of flows between the three of us and I can bounce off both Kay and Ricky. Ricky can bounce off us, but Ricky is always the lead. He is the first voice you hear. He is the last one you hear. And everything else is just him transitioning. So if you do, when you do have a co-host, <laughs> make sure you have that conversation. And since, you know, since it's your show, you've been doing it already, I think it would make most sense that you are the lead. Yeah, right. You know, you've already yeah. been, um, 
interviewing guests. So let's actually let's talk about guests. How do you how do you okay. find how do you find your guests? Um, well, thankfully, season one, like all my guests have been good friends. <laughs> uh, they've all been some flat friends that I've had over the years, but also friends of friends. Um, and then word of mouth, kind of. Um, and then I've, I, I recently just discovered this application called Matchmakers. Mm. Um, so like podcasters. Yep. So you, like, if you want to be a guest in somebody's podcast, you just, you know, let them know, or if you want, um, or if you're a show and you would like guests, you can find guests to bring onto your show. So I recently like just discovered that I actually did reach out to a couple of people and they'll pop back to me and they they will be guests in season two and three. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's cool. I mean, it's exciting. I, I feel like once you get the ball rolling, especially like once people start listening to your podcast, like, cause I feel like that's how my guests have been saying like, well, let me listen to your podcast and choose whether or not I want to be part of it. Yeah, and then they'll get back to me like, okay, yeah, I, I've heard a couple episodes. I think this would be a good thing to discuss if you haven't talked about it yet. X, Y, and Z, and that gets the ball rolling. But yeah, I'm right now. I'm like, I have guests like all over the country. I actually have guest podcast podcast hosts from the UK who are going to be on an episode. So it's it's been cool. It's been pretty interesting having to meet people that way. But it, a lot of it is also through Instagram lately too. Mm, interesting. So plug plug your Instagram. Where can the people find you on Instagram? Um, how to find me on Instagram. It's, well, I mean, my, my, sorry, my Instagram account title is self-winters podcast, which is all one word, there's no dash in between. So gotcha. you can find me that way. Check them out. Um, back, back to guess. Yeah. You mentioned matchmaker. I do. Enjoy, I enjoy matchmaker. I've been on there for a little over a week. Um, and I've, I've reached out to a few people, but someone's just like, someone messaged me. It's like, you dude, you clearly didn't listen to this podcast because you are not at all. <laughs> this message has absolutely nothing to do with my podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. And the podcast community is one of the best communities out there. Um, yeah, so agreed. you are in good hands. Now, when when you start talking to these complete strangers, like, because obviously the first people you go to is your friends and family or friends and people you know, or you know, you're kind of expanding outward that way. But if you're talking to a complete stranger, do you wanna do you wanna talk to them beforehand, before we even start recording, as like a pre-interview, or do you just do you just, do you just go in? We, <laughs> I probably should do that, but I haven't. Um, what I actually do is like I book the recording session when we're gonna do it. We talk a couple minutes before we actually record, just to get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, and then we jump into the recording. Um. But I do like talk to them throughout, like prior to all that. So we're talking back and forth on like social media, whether that be Instagram or Twitter, or um, where once we exchange emails, I you know get to the, I talk to them through my email account. Um, I'm, I'm consistently being communicated with them. I also think that what helps is like um, I don't know if it's my personality, just the type of person that I am, but I know what it's like to be in an awkward situation and like just. Like, it's weird meeting new people, especially when you don't know anything about them. So I try to be as open and as um, as honest as I can when I first talk to them. And I always kind of record with the video on so they can see it's me and so they're not scared off. But um, so far, so good. It's, I think what's amazing about guests, too, is that, like, people just love to talk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's crazy. Especially if they already have a podcast. Um, that's, why, that's why I think doing this show is so easy. At least for me, because um, like I don't need to 
vet out people. Like for you, Mad Bro, yeah, I probably, I most actually, most definitely should because you talk about like a full hour on politics. Like I make sure they're not crazy. Um, but even if they are crazy, I make sure they're not too crazy. But for like this one, like you're a, you're a podcaster. I listen, I've listened to your podcast. Like, okay, Stephanie knows how to talk. Or um, this guy from New Zealand, I listen to his podcast. Like, oh, this guy's going to be great. Um, so it's, it's definitely easier. Now, do a lot of your guests also have podcasts? Um, so, uh, like this is just season one. Like I, not really, I don't, I don't have any podcast people on this, on this season. Um, I think there's probably going to be like four or five in total, but in season two and season three, there's definitely a lot more podcasters on there that we're going to have. Um, and a lot of them are, I, I definitely reached out to podcasters who are people of color, like Latinas, black people, Asian people. Um, because, you know, that's also my community. So I want to, like, also, I feel like we got to be united on that front. Like, you know, help one another out. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't mean it's just, like, for people of color. Like, if you're white or, or Caucasian, you're more than welcome to be a guest on the podcast. Um, I just think it's been interesting because, like, I don't see that many podcasts um, with, with a minority at the forefront. So that's, so I'm trying to kind of, like, I don't know, I guess build a community in regards to helping us, helping one another with that front. Yeah, there's there's an audience and a community for everything out there in podcasting. There is there is no there's no there's not no such thing as too small a niche when it comes to podcasting. Um, so I guess I had another question about guests, uh, but I think I lost it. So, <laughs> what do you think your audience benefits the most from your content? What do they benefit the most? Um, you know, I feel like I've been kind of saying it, but like the remarks I keep getting the most is that I'm, that they appreciate the fact that I'm honest and that I'm being vulnerable with them and that I'm talking about these topics that we don't talk about on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, I identify as a woman. I also identify as a Latina, Hispanic woman, Mexican descent. Um, you know, I'm talking about from my own experience, but it's crazy to see just how many people's experiences are quite similar to mine. And, you know, now they, what I hope, what they're benefiting is that they have somebody who knows what it's like, who understands where they're coming from and has built this community and this space where they can come and they can hear the conversation. They're like, okay, yeah, Stephanie gets me. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not even me, but whoever my guest is for that week, like they understand where my guest is coming from or they resonated with the guest or, or later on when I have a co-host, like, you know, they may not always be on my side, but they'll probably be on my co-host side. Right. Well, so I, I think that's what's been, I think that's been the beneficial thing that, you know, like you're saying, like it's a, it's a community and it doesn't just have to be podcasters. The audience is just as much part of that community as a podcast community. Right. And you hit the nail on the head. The P stands for personal, at least in my, in my podcast acronym. Um, you, you, you need you need to be like your podcast has to be personal. It can be personal to you, meaning it's content like to cover. It can be the content itself can be personal, like you like yours is. Um, yeah, and then it can be personal for a business. Like this is our business philosophy. Yada 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 yada. I can go on and on and on. But <laughs> what's 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 next for your podcast? Next next six months. What are your goals? Um. <laughs> I definitely want to keep it 
growing. If you want it to grow more than it is, um, it's already on like eight or nine platforms, but if it can reach more platforms, it, we can grow the audience base um, from where it is right now. So I guess that's really what it is. I just wanted to grow in terms of like audience wise who it's reaching, but I also wanted to grow in terms of content and the stuff that I'm putting out there. Like I want my episodes to get better. I want my editing to get better with each episode and with each season, with topics to be like more cohesive and more um, and more in depth. Uh, guests to be more, I guess, diversified. Um, like it's just there's so many ways where it can go, and like what's just at the beginning. So and it's off to a good start now, and that's my own personal opinion. You can say otherwise because you've had more experience. But I think it's also a good start now, and I'm excited to see where it's going to go from here. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch your podcast grow and expands. Um, I do. En- I do enjoy it. You like when you when you talk to your guests, it's very like you're all you're very friendly. There's a natural chemistry there, um, which can be hard. Which can be hard to do sometimes. Uh, I know. I've I've had guests, and I've had I've had even co-hosts, which is like sometimes it's just it's hard to click and sometimes you need an additional person there. Or sometimes you need that person to not be there at all. Um, but I'm excited to watch your podcast expand and grow. I wish you nothing but the best. So please tell the people, anyone listening where they can find your podcast and how they can support you. The floor is yours. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so you guys can definitely follow us on social media. Again, Instagram is still Flinches Podcast. Our Twitter account is at Flinches Podcast. There is a link on both of those applications and it will take you to where all the platforms are app, sorry, all the platforms are podcast is available on. Uh, we are also just like we said at the beginning, we're distributed on Anchor. So if you go to the Anchor website and you look for self conscious, it will show you exactly on all the podcast on all the podcasting platforms we're available on, such as Spotify, Google, Apple, I believe Radio, Radio or Casker. But just Breaker, just check it out. We're available on, on plenty of platforms. Um, and I'm sure APS will will tag us and you guys can check it out that way. Yep. We will do all of that and more. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear more, you want to see more, you want to view more, you want to listen more, go to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com and get the full archive of the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. But wait, there's more. You can hear my voice more on the You Mad Bro podcast um, or the King's Rings podcast if you like wrestling. Um, Nash Moore, who also hosts his show, does the Midnight Showing podcast. Jared Laverne, who also hosts his show, does the Golden Professionals podcast. All can be found on one place, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, as well as all the other major podcast platforms. We're talking iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of others I'm forgetting because we do distribute to more places than Anchor. Fun facts. But we'll be back next week with a brand new host, a brand new guest. What are we going to talk about? (laughs) Who knows? Tune in and see. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night and take care.